0: Welcome to a new episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. I'm your host, David Rosen. Again, I don't know. Do I say that? Every once in a while, I say that at the beginning of an episode, and I'm always like, do I say that at the beginning of episodes? Well, anyway, today on the show, we have with us a new co-host joining us. We've got Liz Shannon Miller, a film critic who whose work I've read online multiple times, and uh, it's great to have her here on the show. So uh, we are going to be talking about Lulu Wang's The Farewell. It's an A24 film, stars Aquafina, and it is about a woman whose grandmother is dying, um, but her family, the customs of her Chinese family are to not tell her that she's dying. They think that it's better for her to just live out her days and for the family to go see her. They've put together a wedding so that way everybody can come and get together and see her in China, but they're not going to tell her that she's actually dying and they're going to hide all of her test results and everything. And it's actually a really sweet movie. It's a uh, beautiful film, and it really takes you into a uh, totally different culture that you don't really get to see often enough in cinema. So, uh, at least in a in a movie that's going to be pushed uh, in you know American theaters, and so. It's a really good film, very highly recommended. If you haven't seen it, it is expanding to more theaters today when this episode goes up, so push pause, go watch it, and then come back and listen to this episode. So... Before we get into the episode, I want to remind you to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, you can follow us on social media at Piecing Pod, and you can join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, a movie discussion group where we talk about all of these movies. Although lately we've been talking about Hobbs and Shaw more than anything, but we should be talking about The Farewell. Maybe I'll go start a thread in there right now. All right, let's get into the conversation. (music) All right, so we got a new guest with us today. We've got Liz Shannon Miller, a freelance film critic. Uh, Liz, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've seen your work online all over the place. What? Why don't you tell people a little bit about you before we start getting into the movie and um, you know where where your uh, work has been?
1: Yeah. Uh, basically, I uh, you know I've been writing about film, TV, pop culture, technology, etc uh, for over 12 years now, uh, professionally. And I, you know, recently just, uh, recently just uh, started freelancing full time after five years at IndieWire. Uh, but since then I've been published, uh, by the AV Club, Variety, Hollywood Reporter, uh, the, the Daily Beast. Uh, I, I'm honestly, like I was updating my muck rack account, which is the, you know, You know, it's it's a site where you can list all the things you do and all the places you're written Mm. for, and remembering, oh, that's right, I did run that, I I did write that thing that made it into the LA Times, like that sort of (laughs) stuff. Uh, So it's, I I should do the the moral of the story is I should do a better job of tracking what I'm doing. But uh, if you want to check out what I'm doing, like you can go to com, and that's uh, all my my social stuff and whatnot uh, lives there.
0: I can barely keep track of our seventy-seven-ish episodes so far. I can only imagine with everything you do. I I I see you around online and everything, and I know you are uh, you're busy. busy I
1: I, I, I'm less busy than I used to be, but I'm the the whole point of it's. I'm very busy trying to get busy, if you will. Yeah, there you go. Half 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 of the, the the freelancing is really two jobs. One job is one job is trying to get the job and the other job is doing the job and unfortunately the first job is a lot harder than the second job
0: yeah so so i've heard absolutely <laughs> <laughs> well uh right on well why don't we get into the farewell um this is a uh movie which uh you know i I'll, i've done an intro in the intro of the show already about what exactly it is and all that but uh this is a movie that i was very much looking forward to um as i i'm kind of a 24 fanboy i mean there's lots of us out there and you know whenever there there's a new one coming and of course immediately starts getting so much buzz i you know i'm definitely looking forward to it and it took a while to get here to vegas although from what i understand it's actually expanding even further once this episode goes up uh into more theaters so that's great i'm glad that more people are going to get to see it because it's uh it's a quite beautiful movie
1: yeah, I it, it's been I feel like I haven't checked the exact box office stats, but I know it had a really strong it had a really strong opening weekend based on its per screen average when it just launched in L.A. and New York. It's, I think it's been a movie that people are talking about um, a lot more. I actually took my parents to see it and uh, they 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 hadn't heard about it, but they both really liked it. Like you said, like it's a really charming film.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh why don't we get into some puzzle pieces already? Um why don't we jump in with your first one?
1: Sure. Um and I'm going to say it and then hopefully I don't get yelled at uh by anyone <laughs> but because I, I have a there's a very specific reason why I'm bringing up this movie. It's not just because it's also about an Asian family, but mm. uh Joy the Joy Luck Club was something mm-hmm. that, that was would asked to come up with the puzzle pieces idea. Like that was the first thing that came to mind and not because it's about two Asian families uh, sure. or uh, about Asian families, but because um I c- there you know, one of the elements of the farewell, of course, is there's a lot of scenes where the families are eating together. And there's a part of the Joy Luck Club that I've always really liked, which is the part about how, you know, the idea of taking the best portion and, you know, what it says about you as a person. At, at a table within this culture and so watching everyone serve up the food and like really engage in terms of you know you know like the the grandmother in- insisting that her her granddaughter eat like those that's what it made me think about because it's you know it, it was it's such a clean example it, in the joy love club it has like a massive significance for one of the characters storylines but mm-hmm. uh it it, it it just in in this film all oh, it just reminded me that like You know, food is such an important part of culture, every culture, and watching watching how people interact over it is fascinating.
0: Absolutely, I think uh, food and family are going to run through a lot of my puzzle pieces um, (laughs) as we continue through this thing. Uh, But yeah, the Joy Luck Club. You know, absolutely. I, I I I don't think anybody should yell at us. I think it's a pretty clear connection um, yeah. that you know, especially the family element. Um, you know, I, I actually I had asked my my fiance. I was like, uh, you know, like, what other movies can we think of with like a really cute little old lady at the center? And she said, "How about the Joy Luck Club?" Is that mm-hmm. too obvious? And I was like, "No, like like absolutely." That belongs on our overall list of puzzle pieces. I think, and it wasn't on mine um, only oh, because cool. uh, only because I haven't seen it in a uh, million. I didn't feel uh, prepared to talk about it much. So I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, right on. I will go with my first puzzle piece, which, like I said, there's going to be food involved um and that is my big fat greek wedding um (laughs) which another movie that um you know brings us into not only a wedding but i mean i was so hungry during this movie (laughs) there's just so much food on display and it's like it's just you know it's family it's food it's you know the things that you know and it it almost sounds a little cliche, but like the things that really do truly matter, and the movies reminding you about those things that truly matter is that you know those those good times with family and uh, th- those those great experiences that bring family together and uh, food, lots and lots of food.
1: I actually didn't re- don't remember. I've only seen my Green Big Fat Greek Wedding like once, but I actually mm-hmm. don't remember it having a lot of a lot of long food scenes.
0: I don't think it was as much as this but it's certainly uh I maybe I just love that food so much that it stuck <laughs> with me or something. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh yeah, I definitely uh, I love that food so much. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Uh yeah. <laughs>
1: So an, another another puzzle piece for me and I think I think it's kind it's it's not the cleanest uh, connection but I it, in terms of in terms of the in terms of the fact that you know, like as the film opens with you know, based on an actual lie, um, I was kind of re- I was reminded a bit of the beginning, the earlier parts of Catch Me If You Can, uh, hmm. specifically like specifically how you know you know the the character of Frank is you know he sees his father lying constantly. And his mm-hmm. father's a, his father is a con man, much like he'll eventually become. But a lot of those lies are oftentimes like they're 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 like nice lies. They're like right. lies to make people feel better. And mm. there's a part there's I'm not saying that there's a con a con involved with the farewell. Like it's a very different sort of thing. But I feel like there's you know we we think a lot we we talk a lot about like the idea of truth versus truth versus fiction, telling the truth versus telling a lie, and you know. You know the question of whether what what makes a good lie like if it's is it you know is is a fascinating one i think there's there are parts of catch me if you can where like uh you know the story that you know the idea of like frank being able to tell a story about his life versus uh you know actually telling the truth about it you know mm-hmm. it's he's trying to make things better he's trying to he's trying to you know not cause he's trying to make the world make his world a better place if only in his own
0: head sure. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's actually I, I think it's a great example of that. I was uh, trying to think of a movie where you know, like little little lies, you know, it, w- but I couldn't quite think of a good one. Um, and I, I think that's a great example of, of that, where where one of the main characters is you know telling little lies, and I mean, really, there's so many you know lies, and I don't really know outside of this movie. I think one of the interesting things about uh, the farewell is that it's taking you into this different culture that, you know, maybe we don't really, you know, know so well. Um, And I don't know for sure how prevalent this is, but it seems like, you know, everyone in the family is, you know, kind of tells little lies here and there, left and right. And they're, they're always not, like you said, nice little lies. Like they're not like big, you know, they're not cons or anything like that. It's always just uh, sparing people, uh, you know, the knowledge of, of potentially, you know, bad or troublesome or hurtful things.
1: Yeah, I think the movie does such a beautiful job of really setting that up in a way where it's not just it's, you know like the, the the concept of the big lie that's going to be told is not under is 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 really nicely you know you know set up as I just said. Sorry, I'm repeating myself, uh, but <laughs> it's set up in a really nice way uh, by that by that by those earlier sequences when Billy is just constantly like you know saying, Oh yeah, everything's fine. I have plenty of money. That fellowship's mm-hmm. gonna come through. No problem. Like, you know Yeah. And then and then when she finds out about the big lie that's going to be told, like it's almost it's, it's not that she's hypocritical, but it's definitely it's it's definitely a fun moment. Or yeah. not fun moment, but like a it's 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 a fun connection that that gets made in a very nice,
0: clean way. Sure, sure. No that that makes sense absolutely. Um well I'm gonna go with my next puzzle piece then, um, which is it, it might Seem like a little bit of a stretch, but it kind of ties in with what we were just talking about there. Um, it's uh, the Michelle Gondry, Charlie Kaufman film, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, and the reason I'm bringing this one up is because, um, of course, there are different reasons here w- between the two movies. In uh, in uh, the Farewell, they're telling a lie of 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 you know just not telling the grandma. That she's dying of cancer, so that way they can all just be together and and have more happy times together, not not dwell on the bad where in eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, they by the end now have this knowledge of all the bad things that could potentially happen to their relationship, and they you know choose to just go with it anyway and it's that that I think that's like a like a beautiful thing of of that uh you know knowing that there's. Something you know bad and painful you know down the road, but but going with it anyway, and and that's the connection I made between the two. And like I said, it might might feel like a little bit of a stretch, but I, I thought that that was like a really um really beautiful, hopeful thing to just kind of you know know that that there's bad down the road, but just forget it. What's important is that we uh have have good times now.
1: Of course, yeah. No, so I think a, I think it's a solid comparison. I think like it, it you know. I think would also another 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 nice connection is the fact that you know is is kind of a tonal thing, like that kind of bittersweet Mm -hmm. situation. Sure,
0: absolutely. Um, The score, even I think, kind of in a little bit recalled um, uh, the Eternal Sunshine score a little bit at times. Yeah. So, uh, what do you got for your next puzzle piece?
1: Um, I. It's a little silly uh mm-hmm. but i think that this movie does a really nice job of even though like the the older women in the film are not the central characters i think this movie does a really good job of making them feel like real people much like that great classic of american television the golden girls um nice. and i feel like also and i i and i think that you know it's you know a lot of the movies comedy does really come from you know the things that the things that nene say says um nene say that came out weird uh but the <laughs> things that but the things that nene says uh are funny but they're not funny in a oh isn't that is what what a silly old woman sort of way no it's, it's, it's she's she's very much a real character she very much has mm-hmm. her own life I also it, it, we we you know getting in the a bit into the spoilers but um
0: which is fine We we yeah. always expect people to have seen these movies
1: great um but in uh in this I really like the scene where Billy talks to her great aunt about like oh what will happen after you know you should be with your husband and take care of Nene and, instead of taking care of Nene or rather you should have your own life instead of just taking care of Nene and mm-hmm. her, her, her great aunt's like no I've got it all figured out you know my husband will retire eventually and we'll be together and like you know, we'll we'll travel, and it's just like sounds like uh, her great aunt has a, you know, is going to have a life. Like I, I, I love that concept.
0: That's yeah, that's great. That's great, and and she's a great character. And I, I, uh, it's funny. I was trying to think of um of more little old ladies, you know, <laughs> in yeah. movies and stuff. And I thought I thought of B. Arthur, but I didn't like immediately think oh, I should put Golden Girls. But uh, absolutely,
1: well, another. <laughs> Another thing you could potentially, it's like, you know, maybe the sequel to The Farewell is, uh, the, the, you know, The Farewell's version of, uh, this is The Farewell's version of The Best Exotic uh, Marigold Hotel.
0: <laughs> yeah, like right.
1: Like, Nene, Nene, and her sister go traveling the world, go to India and have a fun time.
0: That sounds, uh, that sounds like a blast. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, what, what, what do you have next?
0: So, uh, for my next puzzle piece, um bringing back uh, things to kind of obvious surface-level comparisons here. Um, But, you know, Crazy Rich Asians was such a huge phenomenon. uh, What was that, two years ago, I think? Um, Right. Yeah, and I I think it's it's kind of impossible, even though it's so surface-level, I think it's impossible not to look at that as a little bit of an inspiration. Um, This almost, in a way, being like, there's this mega huge um, version of let's let's really try to push you know a, a movie by a Chinese American you know uh, filmmaker and uh, you know showing different culture and everything like that and this being like a little bit more indie of a version of 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 a story of that that culture change and a story of you know centered on a wedding centered on again wedding and family and 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 food and you know all that stuff uh which was you know big parts of that i i feel like this is in a lot of ways it, it kind of draws from a lot of the same kind of experiences
1: yeah i see that um and kind of piggybacking off that too i think uh one thing i'll, I'll go to my next puzzle piece because for, for for this element mm-hmm. i mean uh both, both you know both crazy rotations and the som were both shot in you know it, in in their you know actual locations and i mm. found the farewell was shot in china and in large part and the parts of it that were shot in china it's not like glamorous china it's you mm. know it it's it's kind of this industrial kind of worn downs worn down area of the of of, of this of the country and it really reminded me of uh the full Monty and other like films set in like kind of industrial Britain mm. and in, in like, just kind of like that kind of like gray overcast, you know, gray overcast, you know, not, not meant to be beautified, just kind of like real location. Sure.
0: I I thought of uh, wild rose from earlier this year. Um, oh yeah. Kind, kind of had that, that kind of a vibe going for it as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, not gritty, but just like, you know, not, but like definitely kind of, real and non-glamorized so kind of the exactly in in this respect kind of the polar opposite from crazy rich asians which is all about beauty
0: sure absolutely that it
1: also set in a completely different part of asia so you know it makes
0: sense yeah Yeah, absolutely um but yeah no that that makes total sense though it's like kind of the the opposite in that in that respect I, i like that that's cool and um You know, and and to that that piece, again, um, another point about that, I found it really interesting that when they would jump back to New York, uh, I almost couldn't tell sometimes, (laughs) you know, it's just it's just city. It just kind of seemed like city area.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, it's like, I mean, I mean, in, in some respects, you know, a city is a city.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's a city's a city and and the people there, they're, you know, they have different culture, but it's, you know, it's not all that different really, you know, and I think that uh kind of ties those things together in an interesting way. Um so I'll go with my next puzzle piece and is that- uh that is uh I you know, I think that this this film in a lot of ways uh more than anything, it's just it's kind of like just like a really Kind of feel good family comedy. I mean, you know, yeah. At the center of it, there, there's you know uh, a melancholy. You know, at the middle, but but really, it, it's it's about the happiness of family. And I I thought of Little Miss Sunshine, and which is such a like you know like such a. Stereotypical, you know, feel-good family comedy kind of thing, and I, I just thought of that and that idea of you know th- through everything, family shines through. No matter what, you know, you know, either hard or difficult or or crazy situations, the family goes through. It's a movie that, that its its main like kind of thesis is to uh, to show that family can really bring out the best in in everything and really. And really bring people through all that hardness.
1: No, I I think that makes a lot of sense. And actually, I I'm glad you had a good example of a family a family dramedy because I was kind of not I was kind of blanking. I honestly like I wrote down Downton Abbey. <laughs> like, but the thing I like about Downton Abbey, the thing I like about, and I th- the thing I really like about you bringing this Little Miss Sunshine is that you know you know, there's a, there, it's a, it's a, it's a fairly large family. There's like different, there's different ages, different relationships throughout everything. And they're all really, they're all really well-defined. Like Billy has a very different relationship with her father than she does with her, with her uncle. Uh, Her uncle and her, her father like really feel like brothers. And they, you know, they, you know, uh, the scene where they're all drinking with their mother, like it's, it's great. Like, mm. I think like, you know, Anytime you do, any, anytime someone does a family, a, a, a story about a family, you can tell that the really, the really smart people are the ones who sit down and they make a chart and they have every character on it. And then they just draw lines between each character and ask like, who, wh- what do these people do when they're alone in the room, in, alone in the room together? Like, wh- who are these people when they are just together?
0: Mm hmm yeah so. absolutely and yeah there's there's so there's so many of those lines drawn between these characters we get to see so much interaction between this family um and we get to like really kind of know all of them and and how they all interact and there there's uh it, it's it's cool that you get to see so much um so much of the family and get to know so many of them and i i there's a lot of there's a lot of fun from the uh you know, the, the, the main scenes of them eating at the restaurant to whether it's just like Billy and her grandma, which are, you know, of course, some of the best moments of the film.
1: Yeah. And I feel like they did a one, one D de- this is just a kind of a tangent, but something I, I was thinking about uh, th- this brought to mind, uh, you know, the, the couple getting qu- married in this film and mm-hmm. the poor, the poor bride and her, a, her inability to understand, to, you know, she doesn't, not speaking, uh, not speaking Chinese. Like she doesn't know what's going on for the most part, yeah. um, and she has to, and her. And her, you know, now husband has to translate for her. Um, but I really like the fact that they made a. They they made she made a. Uh, the filmmaker made a clear choice to not translate any Japanese, uh, no, no, or rather not provide subtitles for any Japanese. So it's very much like you're very much in the perspective of these care the, the central family, and yeah. you know. And I feel like it's 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 something where, like I I'm inter like I'll I'll want to like I want to like check out the movie when it comes becomes available for home video or home video distribution, uh, just to see like if you know subtitle wise like you can put the subtitles on and see it have it just be I mean, will will the caption just read speaking Japanese?
0: Right, right. Yeah, uh, that that would make sense too for them to do that because yeah, I mean to to really truly keep you in with this family this family is your your that's what you're here for yeah you know yeah Yeah.
1: also it's been a while since i since i really sat went to a I went to a theater to watch a movie with subtitles and Mm -hmm. it was it was actually and my mother is a little hard of hearing and she does wear hearing aids but um you know most of the time when my when they're watching stuff at home they'll watch it with the subtitles on and uh or the closed captioning and so, like, it was, like, a nice reminder of, oh, that's right, you know, really, for people with hearing issues, sometimes, you know, foreign movies should be far more popular.
0: Oh, yeah, sure, <laughs> that, that, that works. I mean, honestly, I've gotten to the point, I mean, I'm, I'm only 38, but I've gotten to the point where I watch movies at home with subtitles all the time. I mean, <laughs> it just makes life so much easier, you know?
1: Well, also, like, um, sometimes it's, like, really worth doing just... Because it depends on it depends on who's doing it, but you can get like additional insight. Like something I've never done, but really want to do at some point is rewatch Twin Peaks: The Return. Mm-hmm. Because uh, this is something again, my parents pointed out because they watch everything with subtitles and they watch the whole season. And uh, apparently, like in just dis- like the closed captioning may have actually full on been written by David Lynch because it is full of details about what you're actually hearing uh, <laughs> when, when he's doing like whatever crazy stuff he's doing.
0: That's great. Yeah. That, so, uh, that, what a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, did you have any other puzzle pieces?
1: No, I think we've gotten over a lot. I mean, I think this, is, I, I, I know that sometimes your your episodes could go a little longer. I was looking at your, mm-hmm. uh, your what's part time in Hollywood episode and I saw it was an hour um, oh, yeah.
0: some Sometimes they get up there. But sometimes, yeah, they, if we get in, we get out, we get what we need to say in there, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I think also, like, you know, whereas Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like, you could probably take this approach to discussing it for out, more than an hour. Like, sure. it's, there's, so mu- there's so much, there's so much that Tarantino packs in there. Like, this is a very, I think it's a very simple, but very beautifully done film.
0: Yeah, it's a a sweet movie, you know, like we've said through a lot of these puzzle pieces, which I'll uh, read down the list here, actually, uh, and then we'll go into talking some more uh, closing thoughts. But uh, yeah, the finished puzzle is The Joy Luck Club, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, Catch Me If You Can, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, The Golden Girls, Crazy Rich Asians... Full Monty, Little Miss Sunshine, and we'll throw Downton Abbey in there too while we're at it. Um, (laughs) uh, But yeah, no, a lot of like just, you know, sweet family stuff. I think, you know, family and the the importance of, uh, you know, kind of being in the moment really is like what I think that this family is kind of teaching uh, through, through the message of the film, you know. And, you know, again, not to not to approach it in a too cliche of a way or anything like that. But I mean, it really is a film with a message, you know, that it's, it's trying to impart on you, you know, by the time you've walked out of the theater to be like, Oh, I, I need to spend some more time with my family.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you <know>? No, absolutely. <laughs> it really does
0: seem that way. <laughs> so, uh, do you have any other thoughts about the movie before we wrap it up?
1: I mean, I just, I'm just getting a little teary thinking about the ending because, uh, gosh, uh, it's basically when she goes, she's waving at uh, the cab as it drives away.
0: Like mm-hmm.
1: my grandmother passed away, my last grandmother passed away several years ago. Um, oh. And but she, uh, she, she would do that. She would wave as we drove away after a Aww. visit. So, and so that really hit home for me.
0: That's sweet. Yeah, I could, I could imagine because that scene, that was beautiful. That was yeah, absolutely beautiful.
1: Yeah, it's a charming movie.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I had. Uh... One other, one other thought, and that's while I was trying to put my puzzle pieces together, sure. I, I was, I was thinking of the scene where she's, uh, the night is is teaching Billy the 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 move for you know oh yeah neg- negative energy and everything and i was thinking about how she she kind of i think she might hit her once you know or something and she calls her stupid child and stuff and i actually thought of yoda in star wars training, <laughs> uh training uh luke skywalker and I, it was just a thought that i wanted to uh, throw out there no that's that's i think
1: no but it's <laughs> it is it is funny um yeah <laughs> I wonder if it works. I, I haven't tried the. I haven't tried uh, Nene's moves yet, but maybe they do get yeah. out the bad energy.
0: Who knows? I we might have to try that after we're done recording this. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> what and one one other thought. Uh, again, trying. I was trying to think of puzzle pieces while I was working it up, and I was thinking about Aquafina's performance. And you know, quite frankly, she's someone who I never really. I never, I, I, it's not that I didn't like her, I just never really was into her whole thing very much, you know, mm-hmm. and um it's, it's just interesting seeing her take on, you know, a, a much more grounded, much more uh, emotional role, and so I was just thinking of other, you know, kind of comedic and out there actors who went on to do... Uh, you know, more grounded roles. I was thinking of maybe like an Adam Sandler film or something, like one of his PTA films or uh, something like that. But um, but I, I think she does a great job though here, uh, really reining in her persona and still there's still shades of her being wacky and all that stuff. But um, but you know, really uh, doing a great job with a dramatic role.
1: You know, you know who uh, who's another good comparison for that uh, one Marshall Mathers.
0: Uh, who actually does?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like I'm. I mean, I think I think uh, Eminem had a far far shorter uh, road to cross when playing in, in Eight Mile, but he definitely. Mm. I think like it's. I think it's similar to what we're talking about, where it's like you know, you know, yeah. you, it, it, with the right the right director and the right and the right actor can really deliver something outside of everything, you know, you might expect.
0: Something tells me Aquafina would love that comparison. Um. <laughs> I mean, who
1: doesn't want to be compared to M&M? That's basically yeah, my right? life goal at this point.
0: <laughs> nice. Well, uh, do you have another movie you watched recently you'd like to recommend?
1: Oh goodness. Uh, the, in theaters or just at home? Uh, really
0: anything, any All movie right. you've watched recently.
1: I, I confess that I've had this, I, I've, I've been, uh, covering, covering, uh, the television critics association press tour for the last, uh, two and a half weeks. So, um, I, I, I'm, it's been a while since I've really dug into movies. Uh, I will say though, um, I recently I went and saw uh, uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home again, and I liked it a lot more than the second time. A lot more the second time. I thought it was great. Um, also, uh, I I've been I have this uh, I, I I got an A List membership uh, because who doesn't like to go to the movies as often as humanly possible if you can. Love A List absolutely. And uh, one thing that AMC did did recently was for the thirtieth uh, anniversary re release. Uh, Do the right thing, and you know what? Oh, nice. Do the right thing. Pretty good movie. Pretty good yeah. movie. Not not, <laughs> not 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 shocked. I'd seen it before, but it'd been a really long time, and getting to see it in the theater was great. But yeah, I think like you know, it was great to it was great to uh, watch a movie that I, I I hate the fact that it's we can call it a classic, and it was released in my lifetime. But right. it, it, it is it is a genuine classic and worth re, worth re, revisiting if you haven't in a while.
0: Yeah, it's actually been pretty high on my list of movies that I'd love to revisit. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, basically. I mean, or at least early teens. Um, and I would love to watch that again sometime soon. I, I, that would have been great to see it in a the theater. Yeah. Well, uh, right on, Liz. This was great. Um, I, I want to thank you for being here. Can uh, you tell the listeners where they can find your work again?
1: Uh, yes. Uh, basically go to LizShannonMiller.com, uh, which is kind of just, you know, it's got links to my Twitter. My, my Twitter account is at Lizlet. That's L-I-Z-L-E-T. Um, I, what, what else? Uh, oh, well, I have a Twitter account devoted to uh, the movies I go see of, on thanks to the A list. It's called, it's at Liz abuses a list. Um, and <laughs> nice. of my first my first month I did I was actually pretty I was actually pretty consistent. I managed to because you get three free movies every week. uh, so I maxed that out for a solid month. um oh wow because uh, uh, you know one of I was like i need I need to have like a upside to being a freelancer uh going to see mm-hmm. a movie in the afternoon and if I'm waiting on emails, that seems like a good plan. Uh, so I've been less I've been less consistent with that recently just because, uh, as mentioned, I just spent two and a half weeks doing nothing but caring about television. Uh, sure. But now I'm looking forward to recommitting to my goal to make sure that AMC I'm, I'm taking AMC for as much as I can for my twenty three dollars a month.
0: That is a great plan. I haven't made it past 10 yet so far in a month, but uh, I mean, at least this year. Hey, uh, 10, ten's uh, not bad. It's respectable, right? Yeah, no, it's I, I, very I do respectable. My best. <laughs>
1: like that's that you know, it's a good solid average.
0: So you know what? Before I let you go, I, this is completely random and a total tangent, and I might cut it out. But are sure. you going to sign up for the Regal one as well?
1: No, I don't have any Regals really near me. But I live like I live basically with either walking distance or very easy bus dr- bus ride to uh, three different AMC's.
0: So oh wow, that's nice. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I I'm on AMC. um... But we get more of like the indies at the Regal near us. Um, and so I, I, I'm i constantly still having to pay for movies, you know, if I yeah. go to the uh, Regal. So I'm debating whether or not I can make it worth it to sign up for both. I don't know.
1: I mean, so, it, 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 the question is, do you, if you got Regal, would you still keep AMC? Like, does
0: I, I definitely would because all the big movies I love to see in the Dolby, which oh, is AMC. Yeah. So it's like, I think I'd have to have both. And uh, that's insane. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. That, but hey, if you if you make it work, you make it work.
0: This episode of Piecing It Together is brought to you by the Truth Be Told Hip Hop Podcast. Although a fairly simple premise, what makes the show compelling is the camaraderie shared among the hosts, Big UU, Rifa, and Black Todd. The casual and unstructured format of the show is akin to an organic conversation, the kind that hip hop fans usually have with each other with plenty of strong opinions and off-the-cuff rants and debates. Add it to the different backgrounds of each host, and what you're left with is a good and entertaining mix of personalities and perspectives all in one place. Subscribe now to the Truth Be Told Hip Hop Podcast on your favorite podcast player. All right, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, Thank you to Liz for being here for it, and uh, we got lots more piecing it together coming your way. We have... Like, literally, like seven episodes in the can right now. I think it's crazy. Um, and we're planning on recording another couple this week. So, yeah, lots more coming your way. So, make sure you are subscribed on your podcast app of choice. And if you enjoy the show, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and you could just let us know what you think of the show. We'd love to hear from you. You can email me directly, by Rosen at gmail.com. Or you can just uh, tweet at us, at PiecingPod. Or join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, a movie discussion group. So that does it for today. Let's leave you guys with a piece of music. Um what do I got to play for you guys? Well, I mean, I don't really have anything super sweet or anything from my library of music, but uh, I do have a track called Home. The name at least fits, right? So why don't we play Home? This is from a free album that I put out called Like Ashes, uh, which you can download for free on my Bandcamp profile, davidrosen.bandcamp.com. So this is Home. Enjoy it, and we'll be back with more Piecing It Together next week.